Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone. It is Thursday. It is live and it is Transfer Insight with myself, Paul Machen, and Neil Jones of Gold.com. Neil, um, as we've seen in the comments, mouthpiece, mouthpiece for the club, Jones, which is just I mean, mm, I've been called worse. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll happen again in the future. Same. I've been called the same and worse, so it's <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's absolutely yeah. fine. Um, yeah, we're gonna have a bit of a discussion, a bit more of a free for all this week, really, because we're look we're in a position where there's no massive concrete rumors coming from anywhere. You know, we we spoke about Jeremy Doku last week. That's another one where there's lots of the only thing that's coming from that I think is like. There's a, it's the same journalist, same Belgian journalist who just keeps basically repeating the fact that Liverpool have clearly had to look at him. Yeah. But there's nothing... Yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of that, isn't there? I think Liverpool's name does get used quite a lot in transfer stories. And you look at the guy um, from Bournemouth, Dan Juma, who we, we spoke about in the previous show, and he's ended up he's going to Villarreal. And I'm pretty sure Liverpool did sort of have a look and see what he's about. If they, were, if they didn't, they weren't doing the jobs. But uh, yeah, I think at this time of year you get a lot of those type of um, they described a lot in 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 publications as Liverpool targets or Manchester United targets or Arsenal target, whatever it may be, and they're not really necessarily targets. They're more just players who you know have been looked at in vague terms. There's a great barometer, and I find if you, if you play, you think, oh, we'll link with this player, go and type their name in, and then Manchester United afterwards, and see how many articles yeah. come up with yeah. it. And more often than not, everyone at Liverpool are tentatively linked, with not, who aren't really linked by the main people, yeah. the main Northwest journos, it tends to be that they're also linked with United. Do you know what, I'll, 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 for full transparency, I have a problem with sometimes with, with goal for this kind of thing, where we do a series called Next Gen, and uh, we look at under 20 players, in, in world football, men and women, but with with the men's side of it or the boys' side of it, you want to call it. So many of them end up with sort of Liverpool-linked Atalanta youngster or Aston Villa youngster in one case I can think of, and Manchester United are always in there. And, you know, so I often get asked about it, oh, didn't know we were linked with this guy. And you think, well, we actually weren't, you know, as far as I'm aware. But it's sort of, it, it is a little bit of an industry tool that it gets put in there and you look at URLs an awful lot and keywords in URLs and you often get Liverpool, Manchester United transfer news yeah. um, in the URL, which it's a sad, you know, indictment, but it's, uh, yeah, it, it sometimes feeds into this this cycle of rumours. But yeah, I mean, Doku is one that I think is an interesting player and I think would would be someone who I think would make sense in a, in a Liverpool um Transfer rumor world, but as far as I'm aware, not 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 this summer. Yeah, the um, there's a few that actually have happened in terms of which we'll come to in a second. But uh, yeah, if you've got any questions, then let, let us know them in the live comments. As long we'll as you're polite, as long yeah. Well, no, no, it's, it, you're being funny, but it's a general point. Be polite because you, you won't be commenting on this channel again if you're not polite. Um, <laughs> simple as that, really. Um, so yeah, I want to talk about. Let's start with Ben Woodburn. Um, yeah. Parts. Yeah. Well, possibly. Yeah. I mean. 
Probably, possibly, um, Hearts definitely in, in amongst all that. Um, few, few options for him. It's just a strange one, Ben Woodburn. I mean, I'll, I'll run through the options of Hearts. Hearts are, I think, at the head of the queue. Mm-hmm. Um, I think would probably be the easiest one logistically with with being, you know, in the UK, decent level, obviously, decent sort of um, exposure in this country, which I think is where Ben obviously sees his future being in, in England in the future. Um, but options in Denmark, AGF, who, who had Kamal Grabara last year on loan. Um, we've got Stigging Bjornaby, the former Liverpool uh, left-back. He's involved there, so there's there's a, a bit of a relationship there. Croatia, I think there's been some options as well. Maybe even Holland, he's been, he's been linked in the past to uh, move to, I think it was Excelsior Rotterdam last um, last summer. Um, so there's, there's, there's options across Europe. They're not... None of them are sort of what you'd say, like, prime or brilliant options... Um, you know, to us, yeah. but to him, potentially a chance to go and play football, and that's what he needs. I mean, he's had he's had some, he's, he's had a couple of bad decisions and a couple of bits of bad luck. Certainly, yeah. I think I think going to Sheffield United was a bad move, and I think it's reflected upon. It's interesting because it's a good move in norm, under normal circumstances, but I think that's the season they come up, isn't it? And it is, so yeah, yeah. They have a very tight nucleus in that side. Yeah, it's a very specific way of playing with the with the centre backs. Obviously, um, Chris Wilder. We saw him when he was in the Premier League. Basically rotates his forwards an awful lot, and you know you look at I don't know God knows how many forwards yeah, but McGoldrick, McBurney, Sharp, Brewster, um, what's the guy called Musay? They had, they had, and and it's, they were trying to find solutions, whereas the rest of the team pretty much stayed the same with the midfield and the defence, and and Woodburn was falling into that midfield category. Mark Duffy was the guy who pretty much kept him out that whole season. Guy who was released by Liverpool when he was he was younger, which certain irony to that when you've got this <laughs> Liverpool youngster trying to yeah. trying to break through. But yeah, it didn't it didn't really work out, and I think Liverpool reflect on that and think, well, got that one wrong. Yeah. Maybe maybe overestimated how easy it would be for Woodburn to go into the Championship. Oxford looked like it was going to be a good one. He, he really settled in, breaks his foot, comes back, breaks his foot again when he's just about to to go back to Oxford around Christmas time, and that kills him really. You know, he ends up coming back for the I think for the playoffs. Um, and then last season, Blackpool looked a perfect loan on, on paper with Neil Critch, and you think, okay, yeah, that, that's a great opportunity for him, quite near to, you know, in terms of travel and all those kind of things, shouldn't be too great to settle in period. And he, he gets COVID and then really couldn't find his way back. So he's had some bad luck there. Um, it would be nice if he got some good luck. I don't think he's going to have a future at Liverpool, and, mm-hmm. and Liverpool, I think, are pretty much resigned to that fact. He's in his last year of his contract, so... The fact that they're willing to loan him tells you sort of what they think of him, but it'd be nice for them to go and play some games till January, get get some you know minutes and some experience and some form under his belt, and then go and have his career somewhere else. Yeah, no, I he's a, he's a tidy enough player. Is it? We had this debate on the Reds transfer round show on Wednesday. Is that he, I don't know who he plays. You know, yeah. he, he he started off as a sort of forward. He, he had a bit of he was a bit of a ten yeah. from the left. We've seen him used in midfield. There was that point a couple of pre-seasons ago where we were using him in midfield and there was a very fluid sort of midfield three in pre-season where there was times when he'd be in the, the six, at times when he'd be in yeah. the eight and, and so on. But he's not tall. He's not fast. Yeah, yeah. He's not brilliantly skillful. He's just a good footballer. He's just a good neat it's, and tidy it, footballer. It's really tough, isn't it? I mean, I, I think, I don't know if I've spoke to, about this on, on this show actually, but I think when I came through... He had that. He scored a couple of goals, and I think that maybe maybe changed people's opinions on him a little bit. And he th- I mean, I remember seeing him compared to Michael Owen at one stage. He went, he went through and, and scored one at Wigan, but he was never that because he didn't have the pace and he wasn't. He's not known as a prolific goal scorer at youth level. 
and I spoke to someone at Liverpool around around the first team, and he said they, they, they thought he was a bit Aaron Ramsey. You know, he's sort of a bit of a he glides a little bit across the pitch. He's not particularly quick. He's not particularly sort of physically imposing, but he's a nice footballer, and if he gets space, he can find it. Um, and I've seen a little bit of that with him. So I think I think when you saw that performance, Osasuna in the in the, the friendly, there was an element of that playing yeah. in a midfield three. But yeah, you're right. It's it's tough because. What are, what are teams in the championship, for example, looking for? They're probably looking for someone who can be a game changer, i.e. goals and assists, like yeah. a Harry Wilson or someone like that. And he's not that. They're looking for someone who can be you know, really firm up your midfield. He's not really that. He's someone who, if your team's playing well and you're you're doing, you know, you've got a nice settled lineup and you need a, a little sprinkling of quality extra there, he can do that. But if you're not, there's not many teams in the championship that are in that position. Yeah. Sheffield United were probably one of those that, when he signed, they thought that's what he could do, and actually they managed to get there without without needing that. They got there through a bit more solidity. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I just want to quickly pop over to the to the comments here, the Red Sea Podcast, which is a brilliant new YouTube channel. They've been going for a while, but they've got their own YouTube channel now, so do check it out. Um, they're saying afternoon, guys. Neil, what are the chances we sign no one else? Ninety <laughs> percent. Sorry, I thought that was a player. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm not seeing that rumor. No one yeah, else. Yeah, um, Lucas Neal is. A, the, I think there's a fair chance to decide no one else. I don't personally. I personally think there'll still be something that Liverpool will do. Just a bit of an educated hunch, but um, there's a chance. I mean, you, you saw Klopp's press conference last week, and I'm sure that sent a lot of people into into a tailspin when, when he, you know, he, James Pearce, obviously a colleague who, who asked him about midfielders, and he said, "Come on, then, give me some names. Tell me who you'd sign." And the quotes went down. I think there was a sort of split, really. Some people said, well, they're perfectly good logic. Some people said, oh, you know, just absolutely it's, typical. It's all shielding in how club. you read the word, because that thing of like, we don't need more, we don't want to more sign players, more players. Yeah. And it's and how you read that word. Yeah. It was like, we want to sign more players. Yeah, we don't yeah, want to yeah. sign any more players. I think players. that's how he said it. Yeah. We don't want to sign. We don't, we don't need numbers, I think was what he was saying. We're not short of numbers. We might be able. I think. I think he said that repeatedly. You know, if something happens somewhere else, then we might be able to do something. I think that was the way he put it, which makes sense. You know, it, it, yeah. It, look, if Shakiri and Origi are going, or someone comes in and, and puts forty million down for Minamino, then okay, yeah, that that's where the option is. And I think the other thing is probably to read into the fact that I think people assume that means it's money. Yeah. And sometimes it's not. It's just about well, you know, I don't. Re- Klopp's saying I don't really want to get to the stage. Come August the thirtieth, when I've got to get rid of four players because yeah. we've signed we signed a couple and we thought we were going to get rid of Shakiri to whoever, and we don't. Um, well, look what happened. I think a good example of this is look at Arsenal. I keep, I keep coming back to Arsenal. I've just done a video of this on yeah. my on Mates Great TV. Great transfer channel. shows Arsenal for, no, for what not to do. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, but you look at what look at look at Mustafi in January. Yeah, yeah. they've literally just got to. Get rid. They've yeah, just got yeah. to sack it off. And that's what you Liverpool, I imagine, is don't want to be in a situation where August 31st rolls around and these lads, the 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 because you can't this is one point that came to me, because I had a look at this and like Shakiri's on uh, for one website of the files, like I said, 3.8 million a year. He's on like say on 80 grand a week. To cancel his contract, which he's got two years, I think, left. Yeah. You're basically paying off his contract, yeah. which is going to cost you. You know, you, 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 yeah. you've got to, you, you've got to find a taker. But if you never, if you don't have a taker, then he's either going to cost you three point eight million for the year to yeah. sit, or, or half that till January till you can get rid, or you're having to pay the contract off, which is in, yeah. Which is or you're insane. having to you're having to let a player go on loan and potentially run down more of his value yeah. that you that you were you were already trying to. But you're still going to take it for that as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. It's not ideal. Um, but to, try, to go back to the question, I think there's a chance Liverpool sign nobody, and I know that won't, wouldn't go down particularly well. But I still think 
I still think there's a fair chance that they, they, they look to do something before the end of the, the month. And also, you've got to factor in things can happen before the end of the month in terms of, you know, you look at certain moves, Tottenham with Kane and other moves that can just trigger a domino effect. I mean, we've already seen Ben White leave Brighton, for example, but you've seen Vestergaard. Southampton seems to be having some sort of clearance at the moment. Players leaving Villa have obviously got money to spend. Yeah. There's, there are a lot of things to still happen between now and what is it, the 19th, I think, today. Mm-hmm. Um, we've still got nearly two weeks. I think there'll be, I think there'll be movement all across the Premier League between now and then. So it can be quite um, quick reacting. Yeah, the Shakiri stuff, I mean, do I want to talk, we'll talk about Clarkson, he's got on loan in a second, but while yeah. we're on it, like because I think the Shakiri is the linchpin because you're right to your point, there's a money issue, potentially. Like, I don't know that Liverpool, I don't know that if a one of Liverpool's top targets became available, and but they were available at 100 million, I don't know whether Liverpool could afford that. Yeah. But the problem is, is that at the minute, we don't know because they're not moving for anyone because there's no space in the squad and Shakiri might prove. I don't think the... 10 million that they're hoping for for him is necessarily no, going no, to be no. a breaker in terms of what we do after after he's gone. Yeah. But the point is, is that there's still no movement I, since last week yeah. on from the Leon I think it's important as well to point out that Shaqiri, a lot of people talk about a replacement for Shaqiri. It, I don't think that is. I think Harvey Elliott is that replacement for Shaqiri as in the player and and, and the, you know, the, the option within the squad. Small and left-footed. Small left-footed guy who can play <laughs> midfield in the forward line. Yeah. yeah, okay, that's fine. But I think it's more sort of, you know, how much do you lose a quality option off the bench for 25 games a season? Yeah. Do we do we need to add, to add that? And it, you know, look, it could be. I, I'm not saying this, and I, I, please don't clip this up into some neat social video, but Kay, you know, by the end of the season, Kay Gordon could be this guy who's on the bench for, for 15 games. Yeah. And, you know, God, he does all right. The last 10 minutes in game, certain games, home game, whatever it may be, could be. I, you know, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to hang my hat on that at yeah. the start of the season. But he's certainly in and around the first team squad. But I think it's more the idea that look, you know, is Origi as Minamino? Are they are they bankable forward options? And I, I think there's a big question mark at the very least about them. Yeah. So maybe that's the the option. It's not. It's not. Let's go and find someone who who, who can do exactly what Shakiri does. It, if anything, it'll be someone who doesn't do what Shakiri does. It'll be yeah. someone with pace, as in to running behind, or it'll be someone who can play very, very, you know, give great width or that kind of thing, or a target man more. So it won't, it won't be a Shakiri player. It's funny because you're right because this is where it's complicated. Is that Canate is effectively the Wine Alden replacement in terms of the body, the registered body in the yeah, squad, yeah. but he's not nominally in terms of the depth yeah. in, in those positions. And you're right, you take Shakiri out, you're not straight swapping Shakiri for another. Necessarily, yeah. they might do. Yeah, they, they might look at it and go, "Well, we do need. Maybe they might need another person to go and play on the the right hand side of the front three. Who's a bit yeah. more senior, you know? Who's yeah, got loads yeah, yeah. of pace. Someone like that is a bit more of a wild card. But then that I think that's when you then go back and revisit the midfield thing of, do you need to go and get someone a mid, a, a like one yeah, them? Yeah. I suppose. I, mean, I suppose you, you, to point out that you're right in the sense of. I talk a lot, and I, be- I do believe it. You know, the thing to replace with one album is the amount of games he played. But in theory, and it is only a theory, you are replacing that by making sure that Henderson and Fabinho are always available to play in midfield when they're fit, rather yeah. than actually we we we've got them in the back line and also an injury to someone else, and yeah. now all of a sudden we need to find someone who can play fifty games in midfield. It's a bit different, and that's true because Genie played a lot of the six last season. Yeah, he's, he's played a lot of the six in his Liverpool career, really. I mean, yeah. you know, he certainly had spells in, I think, pretty much every season he played 
you know, he had he had a run of games playing in that role. So, yeah, it, that's the only concern for me though. And says that the only issue I think we've got squad depth issues. And it's this is and I, it's like I always use this analogy, but it's a bit like complaining about the tape deck not working in your Ferrari. Is that oh, we don't have a third choice DM? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like because the first choice is Fabinho, yeah. and the second choice is Henderson, yeah. and then beneath that. It might just be Milner this season because yeah. we've seen that in pre-season. It could be Thiago. It could be, it could Thiago. be Thiago in a certain type. Of, I mean, it's not a, what you say a DM, as in like you know, he's not a break up the play, um, physical thing. But it could be a, a, a what would you call it a Jabby Alonso style DM, you know, that kind of regista, that kind yeah. of player who who is literally just get it, give it, get it, give it. Um, but then yeah, you you know, you're getting into. Specifics of of certain games and yeah. you know it can change with. The, I mean, Mil, Milner played the Saturday. And I know that didn't again that didn't go down well with certain groups, but I thought he did okay. You know he was involved quite quite strongly in the we first said, two goals. But I said this, you know, the title winning season, title winning season. Uh, Lalana does it a couple of times yeah, in the season. Yeah, Villa, would, yeah. None of us would have been like, I definitely want that. I definitely yeah, want that to yeah. happen. And the idea is meant to be that you never. You should never see that. Yeah. In a perfect world, James Milner should not play a game of football for Liverpool this season. Not for him. Yeah. No, no, no. You know what yeah. I mean? But because everyone's so fit and so well. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but also the beauty of him is you do need to play him because he's he, he's boss and he's a good guy yeah. to have around the squad and he deserves the yeah. games. But there is that. If he was our fourth or fifth choice DM, if he's jumped up the pecking order to third at 30, whatever, 35, 36 years old or whatever, that that's the only time we yeah. can... Mm, yeah, but I think what he sh- what he does show, and I, I think repeatedly shows, and again going back to, I'm not defending the club here. It's just I'm defending James Milner, really. But he, I think he does show the way in terms of overcoming obstacles and sticky periods. And, and like there was a time in that first half against Norwich, where you thought, oh, Milner, you know, like he got booked, flew in on someone you think probably gonna have to take him off after now, an and you don't. He plays on. He, he sets up, you know, helps yeah. set up the first couple of goals as a perfectly passable game in, in midfield and Liverpool win 3-0 and all those sort of pre-match concerns and fears well Liverpool won and yeah. he played and maybe all he needs to do in that role is actually just keep it nice and steady for an hour and then we'll bring on the we'll bring on the big hitters for the last half hour and I do think there was a, a real if, of all the things that were really um, positive about Liverpool on Saturday I actually think the biggest one was that it felt like they would they were just keeping Norwich where they needed them for an hour, yeah. and then they were going to go boom, yeah. and we're going to overpower you. And they did a lot of that in the um, in the nineteen twenty and the eighteen nineteen season. Where, Solid where, first half. Yeah, it was like a lot of forgettable first halves in that title winning season. I mean, I, I can think of one. Just think, I mean, Norwich was was one itself at Carrow Road in that season, but. Southampton early in that season where they, they went there was one I think and Manny scored right on half time I think we played half. Huddersfield at home one game I remember being there half time being like oh my god that's this is dire and yeah. then we just won you know what I mean 3-0 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Southampton last uh, the, this title winning season I think it was 0-0 half time they won 4-0 by the end there was a lot of that where it, it just felt like they really flexed their muscles in terms of the big you know having a couple of couple of real game changes off the bench and you know you look I mean, Ian Doyle and the Echo wrote a piece this week about Players that are probably going to have to be left out of the squad against Burnley. A couple of good players going to going to miss out somewhere along the line. You know, you could you could have a stage where what one of Canati Gomez Matip might have to miss out of the squad. You could Simicast could could go from starting the first three games and not being even on the bench in in certain games. You might have Milner not on the bench. Probably not because of his versatility. But you might have Curtis Jones not making the bench. Harvey Elliott, you know, 
probably one of the Regan Minamino is going to miss out. So there are, there are a lot of um, positives at the moment, but the caveat has to come. And I think that's why, where all the concern comes from. And I, I understand it is what if the injuries, what if the injuries, and there are probably just two or three too many players that it's not just a, a fatalistic thing. It's, yeah. a, it's a likely, oh God, it's yeah. a likely yeah. I don't think anyone's looking at Oxley Chamberlain and Cater and to be fair, Henderson and Thiago yeah, yeah. and Thiago. no one's going, they, Gomez, they're going to be, they're all of a sudden going to be 50 game a season players because yeah. it's not going to happen. Yeah. So there is, you're right, there's an element to gamble, but it comes back to this all over again. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What do you do about that? Yeah. What are you meant to do about that? Because there's... You've got to, again. You've got to move players on to make yeah. to change that. There can't be any more players. No, you could get no, no. You could go and buy some some English players. Yeah. But then again, who's that? How much is that going to cost you to yeah, do that? Yeah, and who, yeah. who are they? Who are the English players that you'd have for that? Okay, well maybe this is the point about which is why Curtis Jones will get more game time because yeah, you've got Harvey him because he's young and Harvey Elliott as well. But it, that that's the point. If you think Cater and, and, and Oxford Chamberlain are not up to it, well, two things. That's on. That's a good opportunity for for Jones and Elliott to actually go and. Usurp them. They've got a season to try and yeah. prove themselves more, more, more worthy than that. But that's what ninety million pounds worth of footballers there in Cater and Oxford yeah, Chamberlain. Yeah. They're the they're the right model for what you want your backups to be. Yeah, you, City have got a bench full of forty and fifty million pound players. That's the ideal for Liverpool. Yeah, but if you're saying they're injury prone, on I agree. What 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 the solution is? You're still going to move one of them on, and again. We say, yeah, just move one of them on. Where's the bid? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where's, where's the bit where the club's queuing up to take either of those players for a reasonable amount of money? Exactly, and, and I keep going back to this, and it, you know, going back to the mouthpiece at the start, but it, it, this is for Klopp, not the club. Klopp rates those players far higher than a lot of people do, yeah. and he really does. Rigi's another one, really, that, that you know, Dejan Lovren used to say all the time, you show me a centre-back better than Dejan Lovren, a fourth-choice centre-back better. There isn't one. You know, I mean, maybe they have got one now. Hopefully they have got one now. Yeah. But he, he's, of that is, 
how much would I have to spend to get a better player than Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain? And whether you agree with them or not, that's his, that's his way of looking yeah. at it. And same at Naby Keita. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I think that's absolutely spot on. Uh, just a random um, superstar from Rabadam saying, I wish Ole still signed crap Norwegian players. <laughs> I miss I miss Liverpool having like exciting Norwegian players on the on the books. It's very it's a very nineties thing, isn't yeah. it? Like, you know, but... Is it Ollie? Did he say he wish he wishes Ollie still yeah, signed. Yeah. Yeah. As in Solskjaer? I guess so, yeah. 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 Random, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're right, though, yeah. A Norwegian would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. When was the last time Liverpool had one, would it be? It's either Leonardson or Hegem, I guess. Maybe, yeah. unless... unless. Is Hegem Norwegian or Danish? No, Hegem was Norwegian. Was yeah. he, uh... yeah, He was right back. Yeah. 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 yeah it's a long time, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's been yeah. there's, there's, one, there's one Norwegian, I think, that everyone would like Liverpool to sign. Yeah, so, maybe yeah. there's one that we can have a little a little look yeah. at, maybe next, maybe next summer, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, interesting stuff. All right, let's talk um, Leighton Clarkson. Then um, he's gone to Blackburn yeah. on loan. There's been a lot of like really positive noise around this. It's mad how, I mean, the Elliot thing's now proven that it's a decent, it's a, it can yeah. be a decent path. It's obviously quite local still, the decent standard Very of football. Very local for him. He lives, he li- I think he lives on the same village as the training ground. So, <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that doesn't bode well. You can't live too close to where. He'll always be late, yeah, definitely. Oh, he'll, he'll, leave, he'll cut it fine every single day. Um, but, but the vibes from Liverpool seem good about this one? Yeah, look, I think it was one thing that came out of the pre-season was that Leighton Clarkson had done really well, both in training and in the games. And I mean, he he's 20, he's a nice footballer. The, the big thing is his size, obviously, for a midfielder, and that made it. I think that made it difficult for Liverpool to get a loan move, and that's why Blackburn does fit because they're not. They are. They are a team that obviously plays in the Championship and needs to have a certain level of physicality, but they're not. They don't play around that. And Elliot was, you know, able to to slot into that and play a lot of games last season. I know. He, I know he was out of the sides, the starting lineup at the back end of the season, but he played, you know, forty odd games last season. If he can get anywhere close to that, I think it'll do him the world of good. I think the feeling was that he's ready to play first team football, not not in the Premier League, not at Liverpool, but go and play some football. Let's see what type of midfielder you're going to be. Um, let's let's you know see how well you overcome those 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 size issues that you might have as a midfielder. Um, big Blackburn fan. I heard them talking about two guy who's probably a decent decent role model to have for someone in that role. You know, yeah. not someone who's physically sort of massive and you know someone who used their football brain and that ability. So if he can do um, half or two guy did the Blackburn, I think he'll have a have a good um, a good go at it. But he was on the bench, unused sub. I think um, Tuesday night wasn't it? Nottingham Forest. He got a good win away from home. I don't think it'll be long before he's in the side. It's interesting, yeah, it'll be fascinating to see because you, you want you want your young lads to come good, but it's that eternal thing. If you're a DM and you look at how important it is for Liverpool set up just having a big lads in yeah, that oh, area yeah, of the yeah. pitch, it's something it might be a struggle to overcome. But yeah, all the be- all the best to him, of course. Um, it's a good comment. We had a lot of people asking because I've said to by all means send any questions you want into Neil, and I don't want us to resort to me just saying names and you saying no. Um, <laughs> yeah, I apologise for but, that. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, they've got. Uh, like, I'll do one quickly. Dan Jay says uh, Mateus Cunha is a good versatile attacking option with potential in his opinion. Any LFC interest in him? No idea. I'm sorry, no he idea. No. But I have no. seen him play. Yeah, head to Berlin, obviously. Um, no, he's done quite well there. I mean, they're they're a bit of a strange. Strange club, um, at the Berlin, and they had a lot of investments, and I haven't really gone anywhere with it. Remind you of anyone? <laughs> but but um, he's probably their, their, their maybe their jewel in their crown. I know I know he was at the Olympics, I think. Um, so he's got a glowing reputation, but I couldn't tell you. I haven't 
I haven't had anything on Liverpool being in there. I haven't even I haven't even seen a tenuous link, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Um does eighty seven is not there's been a ton of people asking this fact there, Josh uh, Hatar as well, asking about Jude Bellingham and Dozer says I have a feeling we're keeping our powder dry for Bellingham next season. Do you know what? I hope they are. I really hope is the is the is the first thing to say. And I I, I sort of I, I see the I see the logic. In it, it's not a it's not a um, strange line to draw. I don't think. I think he will. He'll obviously. You see, with Sancho, the, probably that is the, the Dortmund model: is young English player come over, establish yourself, and then go back to England and become a, a player. I think Chelsea. I think Chelsea are keen on Bellingham. Mm-hmm. Uh, my colleagues reported that, and as Kinsella has reported, they they fancy Bellingham, and that obviously muddies the water. But you look at a player and you think, if you. What what price would be too much for Jude Bellingham at this moment in time? What eighteen years of age? He's going to be. He can be the the the, the focal point of your midfield for 10, 15 years. Liverpool should, should certainly be having a, a good good close look at that. I think I do suspect possibly that their priorities will be further forward than, yeah. than Jude Bellingham next, come next summer. Yeah, I mean that, that's always the thing. You never know about what Liverpool are doing because they don't just go window to window, which yeah. we all do. No, well ahead, could, you know, well it, 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 it does often that thing of yeah, you don't make a move because you know what you're looking to do down the line, yeah. and, that, and that's that's the thing. It might not be we might still need we might need still to get a body in this summer, but when we this is when we start to talk about Cater and Oxlade Chamberlain, and also look the age profile of yeah. Thiago and Henderson as well down the line. You want to be in the next two years. You really want to be getting yeah. your next Jordan Henderson yeah, yeah, into absolutely. the squad, and it, look, we might own them already. It might be Curtis Jones, you know, yeah. at this at this point. But someone like that, where maybe next summer, if you've managed to get a tune out of either Cater or Ox, all of a sudden there might be an offer on the table, yeah. and you go, okay, well, we, I think we've we've got all the juice we're going to get out of them. There's a good yeah. value there. We'll move them on, and then we'll bring yeah. in someone. I think else. the danger with someone like Bellingham and a club like Dortmund is. It could go like that quickly at Dortmund. Whereas I'm just I'm throwing and maybe name. too quickly for us. Yeah, I'm throwing a name in like Ryan Gravenberg, for example, at Ajax, who's a very highly gifted young midfielder. You can sort of bank where his value will be, no matter how good the season he has. Unless unless Ajax win the Champions League with Ryan Gravenberg as the main man, yeah. pretty much it's going to be within a certain range. Whereas Bellingham can go nuclear with Dortmund you know they they could literally be latter stages of Champions League he yeah. can be winning the Bundesliga he can go from 50 million 70 million to to, to double that yeah. in, in the course of a season unless he's got you know unless there's a release clause which I don't think there is at this moment I have seen I haven't heard about that uh, and also they're always selling someone yeah. so you sort of you're at the if they're selling Holland next, next summer then are they going to sell Bellingham as well do they need to Maybe not, but yeah. I think I, I think there's no doubt that he'll play in the Premier League for for one of the top four clubs in the next two seasons. The problem is, is that where Liverpool are at, you've got to get in these lads before one of PSG or Chelsea or yeah. Man City snap them up and put them on money that makes them unobtainable yeah. in uh, from up from there on. But you're right; that's the problem. Is too much too soon? I mean, you're seeing this with Mbappe. I said this for years. So second, he's signed for PSG. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, I get it. I mean, I know what you're doing because you're earning ridiculous money <laughs> and playing in the Champions League. But you it, you're limiting what you can do next. Yeah. There's a great piece. Uh, it was Rory Smith talking about this about, about Messi because of the way contracts have gone. You, Messi can't go to Napoli yeah. and he can't go and do something really interesting with the yeah, lap. He can't yeah, go and follow a Maradona-style route where he takes his sparkling talent and goes and improves a lesser yeah, light yeah, yeah. because you just you can't you can't just 
you can can't quarter your wages or yeah. more than that to even make yourself affordable yeah, for these yeah. other these other teams. And that's the issue with with Bellingham. And obviously, I have loads of people asking about Mbappe. We'll come to that. Keep your comments coming in. I'm going to get through a few of them in a minute. But one, I just want to do a flight of fancy um, <laughs> before we dive into people's comments. One. one big one. Uh, Lewandowski said he wants a new challenge. Jurgen <laughs> um, Klopp loves, oh, loves Lewandowski. Him. Can't can't shut up about him. Like I've asked him unrelated questions, and he's brought Lewandowski. Yeah. I was asking him about Jordan Henderson. I don't blame him. Played at centre half, I think, and he basically came up with oh DM. It was Jordan Henderson the six, and he started he started glowing. He was a number ten. Glowing about moving Lewandowski into a number ten, and people saying he was great and blah 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 blah. Um, well, no, yeah, I mean, of course, who wouldn't take Robert Lewandowski? But I saw it quite put, uh, put quite well on Twitter this morning by Chris Williams. I'm sure you'll yeah, know Chris Williams, Bundesliga guy, Liverpool fan, said he's not worth 100 and whatever million to any club except Bayern Munich, which yeah. I think makes perfect sense. You know, he's he's in his early 30s. He's his record is is unsurpassed. At Bayern, obviously, you know what he did last year. You know, poignant given the, the events of the last couple of weeks, but beating Gert Muller's record and um, you know he's, would have won the Ballon d'Or had it not been for the for the pandemic last year. Um, he's an incredible player. You know, are you shelling now 150 million pounds on a 32, 33 year old? 32, yeah, 32 yeah. years old. In fact, he turns 33 on the 21st of August. So yeah, so yeah, so he, effectively 33. Yeah. Well, that's. Next next well, week. Saturday. 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 Yeah. Saturday. Saturday. Get him in for his birthday against Burnley. Him, me, me mum and Robert Lewandowski share a oh, birthday. Brilliant. There, there you go. We find out something every day. Yeah, look, look <laughs> I, I have no question if if Bayern Munich seeks to exist and Robert Lewandowski turned up with his with his bindle over his shoulder and said to Jürgen, you got a home for me. I think Jürgen would find something. Yeah. But it's, it's not That's like when that. you're cancelling Shaqiri's concert, yeah, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and a few others, I think, yeah. as well, yeah. But um, he's, uh, he's he's incredible and he's he's probably, you know, outside of Liverpool, he's probably Jürgen Klopp's biggest success yeah. in, in his career. You know, and I, you say he loves him. Why wouldn't he? I mean, when he looks back on his managerial career and people say, who did you manage? He says, oh, remember Robert Levin? He goes, oh, you're brilliant at Bayern. He says, yeah, but before Bayern, he was a Borussia Dortmund. Yeah. And it was me who got older and turned him. You know, yeah. he's got that. So I If think, he was a free transfer, I wonder whether there's like, you know, or, or he was in some sort of contractual situation a la Thiago where you could yeah. do a mad, really cut-price yeah. deal. I think they'd have the conversation. But you're right, at 100 million pounds for a 33. It's got... I mean, in modern football now, he should have done this a month ago because PSG would have had him. <laughs> yeah, but, but, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because yeah. they can because well, they, they're honest, not the asked other, for the money. The other thing is, as well, it must be pointed out, and I know this from our buying correspondent Kerry Howe, that they're not going to sell him. Bayern Munich may, might maybe consider it next summer when he's got a year left, but they're not going to sell him, and he's not going to kick up a mega fuss to, yeah. to get out. He, he he would like to, and I think I think it was worded on Sky something he wants to play for another top club before he's thirty-five, which. Okay. Yeah, great. You know he's got he's still got a couple of years left, then hasn't he? Um, so I don't, I don't think he's even going to be on the move this summer. But of course, I mean, one of Klopp's great success stories, and I will, I, I'm going to say I'd love to see him in the Premier League. But I'm thinking he probably won't come to Liverpool. Liverpool then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to see but, him not in the Premier League. If I mean, that's okay. I love to watch him. Put it that yeah. way. He's in, in, you know, in the Premier League era. He's a pure Chelsea signer, of yeah. like. 
aging forward yeah, becomes come rubbish. <laughs> come that's, to, that's yeah, the sort come of... to the old centre forward uh, graveyard that is yeah. Stamford Bridge. Honestly, I, I love this. I love rattling through the names of all that, and it goes all the way back to like Viali, yeah. Viali. Obviously, Zola we had a great time at, at Chelsea and what have you. But like Shevchenko did Mark it, Hughes. Crespo did it, Mark Hughes did it. Yeah. Um, I know Kesman was a bit young and didn't yeah. work out, but they just Torres, Torres, yeah, they. The list, the list, uh, yeah. the list goes on and on and Higuain. on. Yeah, bring Falcao. <laughs> yeah, they brought Drogba back. Eto. Yeah, Eto. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, we can be here all day. Oh, yeah. actually, it's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. You know, like I mean, Formerly even world class centre forward. Yeah, Marassa, You know, yeah, I know he's younger, but yeah. still didn't work out for him. There's there's an awful lot, and you know they've done it. They've gone again, haven't they? With Lukaku, really, I think you, I think he'll be the the one who books the trend personally. But I, I think. Let's, you know, yeah, let's hope not. Yeah, let's let's hope at least not until the end of uh, the end of August. Yeah, um, defend records with twenty two knocks in the super chat. John Arisa, how could we forget the Norwegian, Sorry, Norwegian God, player? Yeah, that's that's um, that's shocking. That on yeah. my my part, yeah. it's because this I'll, is I'll so be scouse to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. And also, I'll be honest, he died a little bit for me with that performance against Chelsea in the, the Champions goal. League. Yeah, yeah, where he was just. That was a bad night all around. That. I had yeah, a very bad night yeah. that night. Yeah, John Arnarisa. Yeah, was Vegard Foran that was linked. If you remember him, Vegard, he was linked with Liverpool quite heavily. He ended up going to Southampton, never really played. But yeah. he, I remember there was one January under like Dalglish where it was, are you going to sign Vegard Foran? Frode Kip. Oh, Kip. Yeah. Tons. So many indeed. Um, okay, yeah. Have you got any more uh, comments coming in? Um, in fact, Cameron here saying, oh, can we not talk about Sol? Why not? Let's do it. Um, but I had a rumour that basically there is agents shopping him around anywhere at this point trying to get a move for him. Like, yeah, I mean, San Rodrigo de Paul, I mean, he, um, Atletico Madrid, and I think you can tell by the, the amount of stories that are emerging from, from Spain that uh, it's happening. It's always Man United or it's Liverpool or it's, you know, whatever. Nothing's changed as far as I'm aware. It wasn't, wasn't, a, wasn't a starter, um, as a rumour, I mean. Wages, huge. Well, this is a, this is a good high. question on this from Rams is saying, do you think it's it's worth the hassle to sign him for some for like forty five million when you're paying him two hundred and twenty no, grand it's, a week? No, of course, and, and I've said this, you know, that I think I think his wages that he was asking for, or that he would would be asking for, would make him the highest paid player at Liverpool. Maybe not now, given the couple of the contract extension, but at the time would have made him. And how do you how do you go into Mo Salah and and Jordan Henderson and say? Right, this is what you're offering you. And he said, Hang on, we've got this fella from Atletico Madrid who's come in, who's, you know, yeah, he's he's an our midfield rotation option and he's he's on more you know, it doesn't it it, it upsets the, the balance of it. And Liverpool from one tell- we're never never gonna be in that dance. If for me, you, if you're buy, if you're gonna put someone on the top bracket of wages at Liverpool, yeah. they've gotta be better than someone off it or best. Yeah, better I than think it's best. got to be it's gotta be a new marquee forward. An Alison Becker or a Virgil Van Dijk, I think it's got to be that. Or, or literally, you know, maybe Thiago would would fit it would fit in that bracket as well. Yeah. Although I don't, I'm not convinced he's on what you would call like silly money, mm-hmm. Thiago. Um, so I think it's, it's that, that's where it that's where it falls down for me. And you know, not saying he's not a good player, not saying he wouldn't make Liverpool stronger as a squad, but I don't think it's ever been on the cards. Yeah. Uh, Captain Meets Adventures, one of our YouTube members here, say Lewandowski coming to Liverpool is a bit like Carlines Riedler coming to Liverpool. Amazing player, but a bit past his best. Yeah, let's just have it. That's exactly, he's definitely just like Carlines Riedler. Yeah, he's, he might be a little bit better than Carlines Riedler. To be fair. Although we did come off the back oh, of winning the European Cup. Carlines Riedler's one, I'm, I know we're talking on a transfer show here, but I'm talking about Carlines Riedler and Frode Kip, but... 
I don't. I just don't remember him at Liverpool. Like sort of, I know, I know he was there, and I remember the odd moment, but I just don't remember sort of what he was like at Liverpool. Yeah, and someone will immediately tell me, and I go, oh, of course, but I can't think about the immediate. The only thing I remember Newcastle, from Leeds, the only one I remember was it, they were two 0 down at Anfield and one fourteen. I think he got two, but that's I remember the only game I can... an incredible leap for a small yeah, guy. Known, but it? I remember him jumping up and controlling him with his throat once, and like going down and clutching his neck, and that's literally my abiding memory of of, of yeah. Andrea, and him playing in the yellow kit. Yeah, but that's. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I just, he's just one of them players that just sort of happened at Liverpool without me sort of taking it all in. I think yeah. Michael Owen was just so prominent at the time that you, you, you just watch what Michael Owen and Fowler were doing, really, rather than yeah. our lines. Um, FPL Skills got a couple of questions. Is the player requirements the same for the Champions League as they are for the league? I think they are... The, the homegrown thing's a bit more stringent Yeah, in the Champions League. There's got to be a certain amount of times at the same club. Exactly, unbroken. whereas yeah. in the Premier League... So it's I think just... Elliot, Elliot would take up a space, I think... Yeah, because this is he might not actually. This might be his third year. Um, it's still seventeen non-homegrown. Yeah, yeah. But how you qualify to be homegrown is yeah, you've got to have different. X amount of trained at your academy for a yeah, number. Yeah, it's, for it's number unbroken years. at the same club, I think, yeah. rather than at an English club. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, and then he also said, uh, you guys heard about Dan Juma's departure to Villarreal. Yeah, we discussed it earlier on in the stream. Have we missed out on a very talented player who can cover for the front three and fits clock mold and system? <laughs> Well, I talked. I think we talked about it last week, didn't we? And, I, and I, I can't claim to watch. I've watched Bournemouth extensively. I watched the playoff games. And I watched a couple, and I, I think I mentioned. I spoke to Harry Redknapp about him, and he was big enough upset. He's a Premier League player, yeah. which is very, very Harry Redknapp. You can imagine how he said it um, out of his car door. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, but he um, maybe, maybe they have. But I think probably what you've missed out on is a player that you could probably still get from Villarreal in, in two years if he, if he goes on to prove himself as that and I don't think Liverpool are going to look to the end of the season and go if we only got Arnaud Donjuma you know I think it's it yeah. would still have been a pretty t- heavy punt time and everything on this stuff as well you know and you can't you know sometimes things don't work out and you can be gutted and you can feel devastated about it but again I always go back to like the old football manager chat manager stuff is, it's worse when you, when you know all the players you should buy and you buy them and then you realise you can only play one or two of them at a time yeah. and all of a sudden you've got this stockpile of lads that you can't lose yeah, I think, I think it's use. also tough because we don't consider the player sometimes so you're talking about leaving Bournemouth I'm assuming he he would have been very happy to have got promoted with Bournemouth to the Premier League and maybe had another crack at the Premier League. He's already had a season, remember. But, you know, are you going to... If you're being offered Europa League winners, Villarreal, who are, who are obviously going to play Champions League this season, probably challenge to qualify for the Champions League through the league in, in, in La Liga, going to start for them, hopefully, I would imagine. And then you're going to say, well... Do you, want to, do you want to come down with Liverpool and if we can get rid of X, Y and Z and if three of these players get injured then you, you might get a little run of the game. Yeah. Sometimes that is hard to sell as big a name as Liverpool is and maybe the wages might be you know, better but some players just actually know well, I want to go and play for a, a decent side or a, or a good side rather than you know be a member of a squad in a, yeah. in a great side. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Hopefully we'll have a little bit more of the window slowly inexorably heading towards a close with very little extra movement from Liverpool but yeah, if Shakiri moves maybe things will all sort of kick on. Uh, what we're going to be doing on Insight Extra which will be streaming on the RevNTV.com we're going to talk about the Henderson and the Mohamed Salah contract situations uh, and some more of the ins and outs and that so if you want to get a little bit more chat on that in your life then do go and sign up on the RevNTV.com for that. Um, um, yeah, thank you to everyone who sent the comments in. It's been good fun. I've actually quite enjoyed it, despite the fact that there's been very little to actually. We've made the most of that. We've done well. We've been well. I think we've done well. We've carried on our charisma all over there, anyway, I think, which is which is good for us as much as anything else. Um, yes, uh, we've also got a phenomenal competition. If you want to sign up to the RedmanTV.com, uh, there's two tiers. Um, 
there's club captain and there's club legend. And if you join as a club legend, then you get a whole host of extra bonus features and all that kind of stuff. But you also get entered into an amazing prize draw competition uh, for a limited edition Jordan Henderson 10 years red box, which I gave to I want to Neil because he's an influencer uh, and he can attest that it's really good. Should have worn the t-shirt today, shouldn't I? No. I forgot to. Yeah. That's the trick. See, this is why you're not a fully fledged influencer. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. Learn. I'll learn. Get back on the Insta. Um, yeah, so yeah. Anyway, the details will follow now and we'll be back with more next week. Ta-da. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.